I'll call the meeting to order. Just to double check, did everybody, uh, were you able to dial into the meeting? Okay, good deal. We had some technical difficulties, but um, let's move forward. Uh, let's do roll call, please. Yep, well, we. And let's move forward with announcements. Okay, thank you, sir. I do have just a few quick things. Um, first of all, some of you may have met her before the meeting, but uh, I'd like to introduce Amy Bennett to you. Amy is up there next to Julie. Um, Amy's with the county mayor's office, and she was kind enough to pitch in this evening. So uh, we're grateful for her doing that. Uh, secondly, you have a revised report in front of you for item four. And then finally, item 10 has been withdrawn from the agenda. All right. Um, moving on to consideration of the minutes from the last meeting. Do we have any comments on the minutes from the last meeting? I have a motion. Do I have a second? Second. I have a motion and a second. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Thank you. Moving on to the consent agenda. Um, we will not read these items and um, on the consent agenda. I will point out that item 20 is also on the consent agenda. So um, do I have any items that need to be pulled from the, the consent agenda for further discussion? Do we have any discussion on the items on the list? Do I have a motion? I have a motion. I have a second. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. It was not. Okay, the revised. Okay. So we need to now go to revise the item four. Um, that was not on the uh, consent agenda. Nothing has to be read, right? I will go ahead and, and, and read this okay. in the record right. real quick. Uh, staff visited the site and noted that landscaping has now been installed. As such, staff recommends this bond be converted to maintenance in the amount of $12,276. Thank you, sir. Any further discussion on the revised item number four? Hearing none, do I have a motion? Thank you. Do I have a second? Got a second. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Thank you. Okay. Moving on to... Item number 10 was withdrawn. Moving on to item number 11 under old business, preliminary plat review for Gray Barn Farms, large lot easement subdivision containing five lots on 119.92 acres located off Kennard Springs Road in the Knott Voting District. Staff? Subject property is approximately 120 acres in size and is located at the end of Kennard Springs Road approximately one mile southeast of Carter's Creek Pike. 
the applicant is requesting approval of a large lot easement subdivision in order to create five lots off a new 50-foot ingress, egress, and utilities easement. At this time, the applicant is requesting deferral to the March 2023 Planning Commission meeting to allow the applicant more time to address staff comments, and staff concurs with this deferral request. Thank you. Do I have any discussion or a motion? I have a motion. Let's see. We ready to move forward? You don't have to put that in. You can just vote. You don't have to type that in. All right. Now we go. Uh, do I have a motion? Thank you. In motion and a second. Thank you. Let's vote, please. Now let's vote. Technical difficulties will vo voice vote on item number 11. All those in favor say aye. 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 All those opposed? Motion passes. Moving on to item number 12, final plat review for Bell Castle subdivision, large lot easement subdivision containing five lots on 25.59 acres located off Udaley Covington Road in the second voting district staff. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, the 
uh, preliminary plat approval for this development was granted by this body at the July 2021 meeting. The applicant is now requesting final plat approval. The subject property totals approximately 26 acres in size and is located off Daly Covington Road, approximately three quarters of a mile northwest of Arnold College Grove Road. The site contains natural resources requiring protection, including steep slopes, a mitigated wetland, and tree canopy. There are moderately steep slopes on lots two through four outside of building envelopes. The small wetland area that was on the site has been mitigated under a permit issued by TDEC and there is 18% tree canopy coverage. All zoning ordinance requirements, including those regarding the protection of natural resources have been met. Water service will be provided by Nolensville College Grove Utility District. Wastewater will be handled by individual on-site septic systems and the Williamson County Department of Sewage Disposal Management has approved the request. Staff recommends approval of this final plat with the condition that the plans for the sprinkler systems required on lots three and four be submitted with applications for building permits. Sir, do we have any discussion on item number 12? Do I have a second? We have a motion and a second. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Moving on to item number 13 under public hearings. Do we have anybody that has signed up on the public hearings? <clears throat> so nobody has signed up on the public hearings. Do I have to open it and close it? Or? Do I open and close the public hearings? Since you just note that no one signed up, so there's you're not holding one. We're not going to hold a, a, a public meeting uh, public hearing portion of this uh, since nobody signed up. So we will move on to item number 13 under the public hearings amendment to articles 12 and 14 of the Williamson County Zoning Ordinance regarding open space standards. Staff? <clears throat> Sir, this proposed text amendment revises two separate sections of the zoning ordinance related to how open space must be provided within conservation subdivisions and major traditional subdivisions respectively. <clears throat> First, section 12.04E5B addresses the integration of open space into conservation subdivisions. The purpose of this sub subsection is to ensure that open space is provided throughout conservation subdivisions rather than having such open space be solely provided in areas of the site that are not visible from internal roads. The language currently specifies that no more than eight lots can be consecutively located on the same side of the street without being interrupted by open space having a certain width. While this lang language is an improvement over previous open space standards, staff feels that it is overly pres prescriptive and therefore doesn't provide the degree of flexibility that encourages good subdivision design. For example, the current language often results in cookie cutter design consisting of a repeating pattern of eight lots followed by open space. The proposed revision requires that a minimum of 40% of the overall road frontage within conservation subdivisions must abut open space having a depth of at least 100 feet. Staff feels that this provision will provide even greater integration of open space and will also lead to more creative subdivision design. Secondly, section 1404G currently requires a 50 foot open space strip around the perimeter of all major traditional subdivisions even for those in which lots are five acres or greater in size. 
in a continuing effort to encourage major traditional subdivisions over large lot easement subdivisions, staff is proposing to exempt major traditional subdivisions where all lots are at least five acres in size from this requirement. Staff believes that these revisions will encourage better subdivision design and recommends approval of this text amendment and that the attached resolution be forwarded to the county commission for adoption. Sir, do we have any discussion on item number 13? Do I have a motion? Thank you. Do I have a second? We have a second, so let's vote, please. <coughs> motion passes. Moving on to item number 14 under the public hearings. Amendment to Article 11 of the Williamson County Zoning Ordinance regarding uses that may be served by non-traditional wastewater treatment and disposal systems. Staff? Thank you, Mr. Chairman. And I'll note that no one from the public signed up for this public hearing either. Section 11.03 E5 of the Zoning Ordinance outlines specific standards for non-traditional wastewater treatment and disposal systems beyond those required in Section 20 of the Zoning Ordinance. Currently, such systems are only permitted in the Rural Development 5 Zoning District if they are single on-site systems serving non-residential uses, such as churches and schools, or if they are developed in conjunction with a conservation subdivision. Staff believes that non-traditional wastewater treatment and disposal systems should be allowed in the RD5 district under the following additional circumstances. One, they will serve properties located within the TCA1, TCA2, TCA3, TCA4, or College Grove Village zoning districts. Both the Triune Special Area Plan and the College Grove Village Special Area Plan suggest that such systems would be appropriate in order to, to facilitate development that is consistent with the recommendations of those plans. While such systems are permitted in these zoning districts, it would be more appropriate for the systems to be located just outside of these areas on property zoned RD5, rather than to locate these systems in areas where walkable mixed-use development is proposed. And two, they are developed in conjunction with major traditional subdivisions. Often the use of these systems as opposed to utilization of traditional septic systems can result in better subdivision design since the lot location and building envelopes are not dependent upon where suitable soils are located. Staff feels that this proposed text amendment will result in better <coughs> subdivision design as well as to help implement the recommendations of the Triune and College Grove Village special area plans. As such, staff recommends approval of the amendment and that the attached resolution be forwarded to the county commission for adoption. Thank you, sir. Do we have any discussion on item number 14? Do I have a motion? Thank you. We have a motion and a second. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Moving on to the final item under public hearings, item number 15, amendment to Article 10 of the Williamson County Zoning Ordinance regarding dimensional standards for conservation subdivisions. This um, public hearing also had no one sign up, so uh, we will move forward with staff's report. Sir, tables 10.022 and 10.023 outline dimensional standards such as lot widths and setbacks from property lines 
within the RP5 and RD5 zoning districts, respectively. Currently, the lot width and building setback requirements for conservation subdivisions in these districts are based on a minimum lot size of one acre. Following adoption of the comprehensive plan in 2020, there were a number of changes to the zoning ordinance standards, including a reduction of the minimum lot size requirement for lots in the RP5 and RD5 districts to one quarter of an acre. The minimum lot width and setback requirements should have been reduced accordingly. However, these standards were inadvertently left unchanged, resulting in dimensional standards that are out of proportion to the minimum lot size. This text amendment reduces the minimum lot width and building setback requirements for conservation subdivisions commensurate with the building lot size standards. Staff recommends approval of the, of the proposed text amendment and that the attached resolution be forwarded to the County Commission for adoption. Are any discussion on item number 15? Do we have a motion? We have a motion and a second. Thank you. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Moving on to item under concept plans, item 16. Concept plan review for Arrington Woods subdivision containing nine lots on 89.48 acres located off Nolensville Road in the 5th Voting District. Staff. The applicant is requesting concept plan approval for a nine-lot traditional subdivision in the Triune Character Area 1 zoning district. Concept plan approval is the first stage in the development process. The subject property totals approximately 89 acres and is located off Nolensville Road, approximately a half mile north of its intersection with Spantown Road. Surrounding properties range in size from several acres to more than 100 acres and are used for residential or agricultural purposes. The site contains a number of natural resources, including moderate and very steep slopes, karst features, streams, and large areas of woodlands. Approximately 90% of the site is covered in tree canopy. In addition to natural resources, the site contains a large portion of the Triune fortifications, which are important Civil War era features that are listed on the Secretary of the Interior's National Register of Historic Places. Staff has been working with the applicant as well as the Franklin Battlefield Trust to ensure the protection of these significant historic features. Upon plat recordation, these areas, which will be located within open space, will be transferred to the Battlefield Trust, who will own and maintain these, these historic features and place them within a permanent conservation easement. Within the proposed development, lots ranged, range from approximately five acres to approximately 10 acres in size. The overall density is 0.1 dwelling units per acre. 30% of the site will be preserved in open space and approximately 70% of the existing tree canopy will be retained. Access to the, the proposed development will be provided from a single entrance on Nolensville Road, which is classified as an arterial roadway by the major thoroughfare plan. Internal roadways will be privately maintained. The roadway accessing lots six through nine will traverse existing openings in the triune fortifications. In order to minimize disturbance of these historic features, the applicant is requesting a reduced roadway section to include two eight-foot lanes in these areas. 
Because this reduced section will help preserve the historic features, combined with the low number of lots to be served and the fact that the roads will be privately maintained, staff supports this request. Water service is provided by the Nolensville College Grove Utility District and wastewater is handled via individual septic systems. The Williamson County Department of Sewage Disposal Management has reviewed and approved the request. It should be noted that once detailed construction and engineering plans are prepared in conjunction with the submittal of the preliminary plat, changes to the layout, including the potential for a reduction of lots may be necessary. A landscaping plan will also be required. Staff recommends approval of this concept plan with the following conditions. The preliminary plat must address the following. One, submission of roads, drainage, and erosion control plans for review and approval by the county engineer. And two, submission of water plans for review and approval by Nolensville College Grove Utility District. The final plat must address the following. One, prior to consideration of final plat approval, the applicant shall submit HOA documents for review and approval by the county attorney's office. Such documents shall include provisions related to the protection of the Tri-End fortifications on the property. The approved HOA documents must be recorded concurrently with the recording of the final plat. Two, in conjunction with final plat recordation, open space areas containing the Tri-End fortifications shall be transferred to the Franklin Battlefield Trust who will place these areas into a permanent conservation easement. Three, establishment of a performance bond for roads, drainage, and erosion control. Four, establishment of a performance bond for water improvements in favor of Nolensville College Grove Utility District. Five, submission of landscaping plans and establishment of a performance bond for landscaping improvements. Six, execution of performance agreements for the above referenced sureties. Seven, execution of a stormwater maintenance agreement and submission of an operation and maintenance plan for stormwater improvements. And eight, submission of the approved final plat in DWG format on recordable media based on the Tennessee State Plan Coordinate System prior to signature and the recording of the plat. Sir? Any discussion on item 16? Mr. Crohan? Private roads. Okay, I was asking about the eight-foot lanes. They are private roads, so there's no control that the county has or anything about speed limits on those. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, thank you. Further discussion? Do we have a motion? We have a motion and a second. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Moving on to preliminary plats. Item number 17, preliminary plat review for King's Estate. King Estates, <clears throat> large lot easement subdivision containing three lots on 15 acres located off Forest Glen Road in the first voting district. Staff? Thank you. That property is approximately 15 acres in size and is located on Forest Glen Road, approximately one-third of a mile north of King Road. The applicant is requesting approval of a large lot easement subdivision in order to create three lots off a new 50-foot ingress, egress, and utilities easement. At this time, the applicant is requesting deferral to the March 2023 meeting 
in order to allow the applicant more time to address staff comments and staff concurs with this request. Thank you. Do we have any discussion or a motion on, on item number 17? We have a motion and we have a second. Are we ready to vote? Motion passes. Thank you. Moving on to item 18, preliminary plat review for King's Chapel, phase 13, revised, containing 34 lots on 25.06 acres located off Murfreesboro Road in the 5th Voting District staff. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. A preliminary plat for this phase of the development, which contained 32 lots and approximately 8 acres of open space, was approved at the November 2020 meeting. The applicant is now requesting revised preliminary plat approval in order to remove approximately one acre of open space and add two additional lots to the phase, bringing the total to 34 lots and approximately seven acres of open space. The lots being added to, the, to this phase will be required to be removed from future phases. The open space being removed from this phase will be required to be added back to future phases. The revised preliminary plat is in order and staff recommends approval with the following conditions, which must be addressed in conjunction with final plat consideration. Number one, payment of traffic mitigation funds is outlined in the September 2008 letter from the county's traffic engineering consultant. Number two, establishment of performance bonds for roads, drainage, and erosion control. Number three, establishment of a performance bond for water improvements in favor of Millcroft and Utility District. Number four, establishment of appropriate performance bonds for the wastewater collection system. Number five, execution of stormwater maintenance agreement and submission of an operation and maintenance plan for stormwater improvements. And number six, providing two copies of the approved final plat in DWG format on recordable media based on the Tennessee State Plan Coordinate System prior to signature and recording of the plat. Thank you. Any further discussion on item number 18? I have a motion on item number 18. <coughs> second. We have a motion and a second. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Thank you. Moving on to item number 19. Preliminary plat review for the Grace Lynn Neely property large lot easement subdivision containing four lots on 35.61 acres located off of Spantown Road in the 5th Voting District staff. Subject property is approximately 36 acres in size and is located off Spantown Road, approximately a third of a mile, I'm sorry, one and a third mile east of Nolensville Road. The applicant is requesting approval of a large lot easement subdivision in order to create four lots off a new 50-foot ingress-egress utilities easement. At this time, staff is re recommending deferral to the February 2023 Planning Commission meeting to allow the applicant more time to address staff comments. Thank you. Do I have a motion on item 19 for deferral? We have a motion and a second. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Moving item number 20 was on the consent agenda and uh, final, under final plats, item 21, 
Final plat review for King's Chapel, section 13, containing 34 lots on 25.06 acres located off Murfreesboro Road in the 5th Voting District. Staff. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. A revised preliminary plat for this section of the development appeared as item 18 on this agenda, and the applicant is now requesting final plat approval of section 13 of the development, which contains 34 lots and approximately 7 acres of open space. As this section is internal, no landscaping is required in conjunction with this section. The second access and internal roadways connecting to Murfreesboro Road have been constructed. The plat is in order, and so long as item 18 on this agenda was approved, staff recommends approval of, this, of the final plat with the following conditions. The approved HOA documents must be recorded concurrently with the recording of the final plat. Number two, the payment of $65,110 as traffic mitigation funds to the appropriate traffic shed escrow account. Number three, establishment of a performance bond for roads, drainage, and erosion control in the amount of $829,000. Number four, per the recommendation of the county's wastewater consultant, establishment of a performance bond for the wastewater collection system in the amount of $85,000. Number five, <clears throat> posting of a performance bond in the amount of $223,048 for water improvements as specified by Millcroft and Utility District. Number six, posting of a maintenance bond in the amount of $33,457.20 for water improvements as specified by Millcroft and Utility District. Number seven, execution of performance agreements for the above reference sureties. Number eight, execution of stormwater maintenance agreement and submission of an operation and maintenance plan for stormwater improvements. And number nine, providing two copies of the approved <coughs> final plat in DWG format <coughs> on recordable media based on the Tennessee State Plan Coordinate System prior to signature and recording of the final plat. Thank you. Any discussion on item number 21? Do we have a motion? Oops, sorry. Mr. Clifford. Really just curious. Um, is it because these aren't held to that five-acre standard because the preliminary plat was approved prior to when those standards came into effect? Is that why we see these? Is that right? Well, th this particular property, because it was part of a subdivision dating back many, many years, yeah. was not rezoned to one unit per five acres. It, re it retained its previous one unit per acre zoning. Yeah. yeah, that's what I assumed, but I wanted to just make sure. Thank you. Further discussion? Do we have a motion? We have a motion and a second. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Do we have a motion for adjournment? All right, let's go. Thank you.